Howdy ho, howdy hey. What's up? Hope you're having a marvelous Friday. All you marvelous lumberjacks, welcome to NA4U, the unofficial podcast dedicated to our reptilian overlord, Rita Chang. Today is our second installment of this crazy little thing called love, now featuring twice the enthusiasm and half the deadpan. Unfortunately, due to a scheduling conflict with actual Snow Queen, she will not be on the show this week. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold your booze. But she will be on next week. We are doing the recording on the day that this comes out, actually. So this week, I am pleased to announce that we will be interviewing a good friend of mine, Ben Alfitch. He is the drummer for a Flagstaff local band, Not Nearly. So... After last week's dry run, we got a lot of good responses and a lot of good critiques, and there will be some changes to the order of content and the actual content this week, as we try different things until we find a system that works. Feel free to continue to leave comments and criticisms. I take all of these very seriously, and if there's anything that you guys want to see change, I will be more than happy to try and accommodate whatever it is that is wanted by the fans. One of the first changes we're rolling out this week is an emphasis on local organizations. And so we are going to feature somewhere in the neighborhood of two student organizations a week in order to let you hermits out there know what you can do on campus instead of sitting around masturbating to your roommate's sex noises through the wall. The very first feature organization this week is the NAU Chain Gang, which as I'm led to believe does not utilize chains in any fashion. I'm sorry to all of you wannabe BDSMers. Nor are there any snapping battles down hallways towards Bernardo and the Sharks. I'm sorry. But seriously, these guys are a high-profile service organization whose goal is preserving NAU's most honored tradition, as well as giving back to the Flagstaff community through service. This excellent organization is entrusted with fostering and upholding NAU traditions, including support of the athletic teams, hosting the NAU homecoming banquet, and tapping the homecoming dedicatee, you know, right before I do. Their meetings are every other Monday, starting February 6th, aka this upcoming Monday. They meet at 8 p.m. in the McKay Community Center. If you would like to join, feel free to contact the president, Taylor Lewis, via email at TL558. Again, that is TangoLima558 at NAU.edu. And she will be more than happy to give you more information. The second and final organization we are featuring this week is the Smash Jacks, which, contrary to their name, is populated mostly of virgins. They are a club focused on playing all variants of Smash. They even have weekly tournaments and are working towards live streaming each weekly event. This band of nerds gets together Fridays from 5pm to whenever their mom calls them home. And they are meeting in the Education Building, room 203. Their president, Thor Cornell, which I'm not sure is his actual name, has brought down the word of almighty Masahiro Sakurai and has tasked their organization with playing the only game where Link breaks spines instead of pottery, Super Smash Bros. Now, their most popular games are Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U and Super Smash Bros. Melee for the Nintendo GameCube. This organization has a wide variety of consoles, and you can feel free to bring your own gaming rig in if you so choose, for whatever reason, if you have, you know, like a custom controller or whatever. They also participate in 5v5 club smash competitions against other Southwest region universities, and this organization is free for students and all are welcome to check it out. If you would like to join, find them on Facebook at Super Smash Jacks or on True Blue Connects. I am pleased to announce another segment that we're trying out this week, and it is Roast for You. In this segment, I post a picture of me to social media, opening myself up to the humiliation of you, the viewers, and the best roasts make it onto here. 
So this week we're going to try the top 10. If it's too long, we'll see if we need to narrow it down, but it looks like top 10 is going to be pretty good. So this week's top 10 are, you seem like the type of character in a war movie to die first, you know, somewhere off in the background, which, I mean, sounds accurate to me. How is making a podcast about NAU the only thing you have to do in your free time? I don't know. I'm, I don't get laid very often, so this seems like a good outlet. The ring on your finger is actually your cock ring. It just slips off sometimes, which, I don't know. Isn't that a good thing? You're the kind of guy that jacks off eight times a day and then tells himself that it's better than sex and he doesn't need girls, which is true. I do jack off eight times a day because obviously I have nothing better to do in my life. This is one of those before pictures you see when you're in a gym, <laughs> which is obviously false because I've never been to a gym. I can't roast you, dude. I'm just proud that Andy Milanakis finally lost all that weight. You look like you ask girls out by trying to get her Xbox account, and when she doesn't have one, you awkwardly laugh it off and kind of keep quiet after. Which is close, but on PS4. Is this for one of those making of a murderer things? Yes. This is the look of a man who wonders how many corn dogs he can stick in his ass at once. The answer is seven. You look like you pronounce Xbox One as X-Bone. Alright, that's this week's top 10. Think you can do better? You probably can. Look for the selfie I post on our Twitter, and it'll also be on Yikak. It'll probably drop this week, so rev up those punchlines in the comments. So this is going to be where the rant section is. It's going to be a combination of whatever is going on in my life, whatever is going on at NAU, or whatever interesting things I've found out this week, on top of a rant if it so leads to that. So, I was browsing the internet, and we were looking at a website for figuring out what people have done in their life. It was kind of like a background check for for free. And it was interesting because they really didn't have great records on a lot of people. They would have some traffic tickets for people or like their Twitter or their home address from like four years ago. And sometimes they spelled people's names wrong. And for some reason, we were talking about this and we divulged into finding that Arizona has, for free, public access to court records, which is really interesting to me, because that seems like private information that should be held on to. Now, I'm not complaining, because I am a nosy motherfucker and love information. If there's anything you take away from this podcast, is that I love information. I really do. So, I've spent the last, like, five days, all of my free time, when I should be working on this podcast, of course, looking at people's court history. And it's really interesting, because it seems that the people that you would think wouldn't have a court history do have a court history. Now, of course, it's for lame things like divorces or traffic tickets. But it's really interesting to go and find like your teachers or your professors or whoever in your life you think has been good and to find that they have some weird kind of dark past. And so I've been spending a lot of time on this. And if you want to, I feel, I mean, feel free. It is Arizona only. So if you have family or something that is out east or out west or out of state, it doesn't work as well. But if you have people who come through Arizona a lot or live in Arizona that you want to see if what's going on in their lives, it's really interesting because it's got everything. It's got traffic tickets. It's got civil lawsuits. It's got criminal. And it's got wedding and divorces because, you know, all of that has to be handled by the state. And so it becomes part of their court records. So if you want to find this, literally all you have to do is Google Arizona public court records. 
And what will come up is a website. It's going to be at apps.supremecourt.az.gov forward slash public access. And I'm actually browsing it right now. And it's really interesting. So you can do case searches. You will have to enter a CAPTCHA every now and then. Um, every couple of like 10 or 15 searches, it seems. And also when you get to the website for the first time. So you'll see like search by name and you can search by last slash their business name. If you know somebody's getting married or has gotten married, they will have court records, presumably on both sides of that marriage. Um, their maiden name will bring up whatever happened before and their uh, married name will bring up what is whatever has happened afterwards. So if somebody's gotten married a lot, then you can see that. But you will see their every time that their name changes legally because of their marriage certificates. So you've got their last name, their first name, and their date of birth, and you can search different courts. If you don't know any of these, the only thing required is a last name. But you can help narrow down your searches because, you know, Arizona's a big state. we got a lot of people. And so you can narrow it down by their month or their birth year. If you know that, you can generally find it out on Facebook. Or if you know what area they tend to frequent, like Flagstaff or Phoenix or Tucson or whatever, you can search by that court. It's really interesting because you get to, I mean, it's really fun to look at teachers. A lot of teachers that I thought were really, really good or like, you know, squeaky clean had things. Normally it was just traffic tickets or whatever. But it, it turns out that NAU seems to hire a lot of people with DUIs, like a lot. And it's just interesting because, you know, like I've been going on my list of Facebook friends and those who live in Arizona, of course, and like I found out somebody had their marriage license that I didn't know about because they're only 19, right? Or I was able to find out a lot of people had like disorderly conduct or like DUIs. And it was really interesting because you can also see how the court ruled and it's interesting to see people get off with like a DUI or people get like felony charges off a traffic ticket or whatever it's really interesting so feel free to t check that out this is what I'm doing instead of a rant this week because it was just so interesting to me and it's just taken up such so much of my mental energy this week that I just had to share with you guys I think it'd be interesting to develop a system where you see somebody's ID and it instantly goes through the system I think it's interesting to see what your coworkers are doing what your employers are doing, and definitely if you are thinking about going out with somebody, it's interesting to see what's going on and like if they've been a really bad driver for the past couple of years or if they had a really rough childhood or whatever. It's really interesting to see what's going on with teachers and students alike. So I really recommend that everyone checks it out if you have the chance this week. I'm here on the second episode of NA4U with my good friend Ben Alfich the drummer of Flagstaff's only post-hardcore band with both emo swirls and math chunks. That's our, that's our PR face that we put out. Okay. What is an emo swirl? It's, uh, it's you know, like, like a chocolate swirl and ice cream, you know? Like, vanilla's great, but, you know, sometimes you just need a little, little something extra in there. Mm-hmm. Just to just to provide some some extra sadness, some tears. Mm. And you guys have undergone a couple of changes since your founding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Um, I mean, yeah, the the project originally started uh, in in high school. Uh, my buddy Tanner and I uh, had been playing music together for you know a long time since like fifth grade, and then uh, we we played in different projects throughout high school and by our 
about our sophomore, junior year of high school, we had this foundational little sound, you know, and this idea of a project that we wanted to do. And uh, we, we brought that to NAU, uh, met up with a bunch of different people. We played with uh, I mean, probably a dozen different people. Um, and we have synthesized this uh, ridiculous thing we have now. Um, so ch- changes most mostly just you know people come and go. Yeah, of course. You know, um, especially you know in in college, people people graduate, people have other stuff they want to do. Okay, so you guys started outside of Flagstaff, but you have called Flagstaff your home for a while now. Yeah, I mean you know we've lived here for yeah like three years. Three years now. Yeah, going on four. But yeah, I mean it was it's just you know we went we went to school here and yeah it just kind of happened. It's where we had to be. You, I mean, you play a lot of venues here, obviously. Not really, no. No. No, no. I mean, like, Flagstaff is a hip-as-fuck town. And you re- you're really only going to make it in Flagstaff if you're playing country music at bars or if you're, you know, doing some, uh, you know, indie, new wave Te- mm. Techno pop type deal. What's what's that? And I don't mean to I don't mean to sound pretentious and like I'm talking down to that. That's not what I mean at all. Yeah. I'm just I'm not I'm not bitter because people don't care about us up here at all. That's <laughs> not it. But you get good reception on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean we 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 have a great time when we play in Phoenix. Yeah. Playing Tempe. Um, and don't get me wrong, we, we have a good time in Flagstaff. We, 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 have, we have a solid group of people that come out to our shows all the time, solid fan base, you know. We'll, we'll play uh, at the Hive, which is, you know, the underground venue in town. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll see people singing our words that I've never met before. It's just, it's just frustrating because Flagstaff is such a suffocating city. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's small. It's small and there's not a lot going on. You don't really have another town for at least another hour. Yeah, and the nearest town is small. Yeah. You know, there's nothing... There there aren't any metropolitan areas for hundreds of miles. Yeah, what is it, 180 miles or some shit? Yeah. But it's been good. I've seen you at the Hive a couple times, obviously. It's easily one of the most popular venues I've seen you at. Yeah, no, we, we pull there for sure. We we generally have a more difficult time when we play anywhere else. Yeah. Stuff. You know, I mean, there there's Fire Creek Coffee, and we we play we played there a couple times, but it's it, I don't I don't know why it's just more difficult to draw people there. I don't know, and I'm I I, I have a hunch that Fire Creek doesn't exactly like having bands like us because they're like a fucking wine bar. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah. and we and we just get rowdy. You yeah. Know? And we scream and we throw shit all over the place. <laughs> You guys, the one gram dabs of bands. That, I like that. I like that. Intense. Intense. Intense and from an outside perspective. Just a little much. Yeah. (laughs) Just a little. Just Just wrecking your fucking minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do it? No, no, I'm definitely not gonna do that. No, I'm I'm into being the one gram dab. The one gram dab. No, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not going to take a one gram dab. (laughs) My little heart couldn't handle it. <laughs> so I so see you're bandaged up again. You've got a knee brace on. Did you do that at your last show, or how did you dislocate your knee? I was helping some kids push a car up a hill. It was well, it was it was weird. It was an embarrassing moment. It's one it's one of those moments that like keeps you up at night, and you're like, oh fuck, that was so embarrassing. But you know, and usually those situations are like 
you know, no one's no one's thinking about it. But this one, they might be because it was just so. So I, I see these guys pushing a car like right after the big storm. Yeah, you know, everything's icy. They're trying to push a car up a hill. I'm like, I'm gonna give these guys a hand, you know. So I go up to them and I help them push a little bit. And I just like immediately dislocate my knee. But uh, and then and then they just kind of drove away. They didn't even say anything. No, like, they didn't see a they didn't say a goddamn thing to me. So like I feel like I'm a meme. They're gonna be like, remember when that dude just like straight up, <laughs> basically just walked up to us and dislocated his knee. He <laughs> was like, hey, let me help. And like you know, it hurt and everything, but. I just like I also just felt like a fucking weirdo, you know. Yeah. So I mean, they and they didn't know me anything. You know? Yeah, they didn't know me anything. But I mean, I like to think I would have been like, oh yeah, thank you for the help. They just looked at me like I was a weirdo. Okay, so we got two big events coming up in society. We've got the Super Bowl on Sunday, which is in a day and a half after this is released, right? Oh, you don't want to ask me about that. I couldn't tell you who's playing the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm completely serious. Guess. Take a I guess. Could not. Two oh, teams. Jesus. You understand AFC, NFC? The the Tennessee Bullfrogs versus the versus the versus the An- fucking Anaheim fuckwits. I don't know, dude. <laughs> okay. Anaheim okay. fuckwits, Tennessee Bullfrogs. Yeah. Okay. Who do you want to win? Bullfrogs. Bullfrogs all the way? Go frogs. <laughs> they got a strong lineup this year. Go frogs. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think they're 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 new guy from uh uh, from U- University of Wisconsin, you know. Mm, yeah, that, that, he's got that, quite that the lead. That new running back. Yeah, no, I mean he's. I mean it's. It doesn't. It doesn't come along. One of, a guy that good doesn't come along very often. No. You know, so it's really, it's really interesting to um, to see history being made. Yeah. You know, clearly bullfrog material. We're definitely gonna see history. Absolutely, being made. and I mean, you know, they're such a prestigious team. Yeah. You know, they're up there with the. You know, I mean, you expect a lot from them. Yeah, of you course. Know? Like, if the Steelers are in the Super Bowl, it's like, okay, yeah, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, you know? of course they are. It's, the, it's their, it's their, it's it's their the thing. It's what they do, yeah, you know? their game. The Bullfrogs, they, they win. It's not surprising. So, second big thing coming up in society, obviously, is Valentine's Day. You've got a girlfriend that you've been with for a while now. Yeah, many years. Many years. And are you doing anything special for Valentine's Day? No, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> like, I want to be the guy that's good at stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not good at doing stuff... Like, uh, on a schedule when prompted. Yeah. Like, all it, you know, like, like I, I'd like to do a gift or a, or a nice date or yeah. something cute or whatever, but I don't want to, you know, just, like, do it because, because that's the time to do it, you know? Yeah. There's nothing original about it. There's nothing, it's not interesting, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, oh, we're going to do this thing because it's what you do, you yeah. know? I don't know. I mean, that sounds really angsty, but it... <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I don't know. I've just never really fucking cared. For like, those of you all. unaware of the angst that is Ben, okay. you have a solid black tattoo. Right, Rectangular ratio. Right on the crease of your forearm where it meets your elbow. Mm-hmm. And you have a prison tat. I got, I got my first tattoo in high school by, like, some kid on heroin in a garage. <laughs> As most people should. That should be how you get your first tattoo. There's really no other way to do it. No. I mean, either you're like, Mom, please let me get a tattoo, and that, ha- and, you know, that conversation, that that sad attempt goes on for months until she's like, fine, fuck, leave me alone, and then, she, and then you go, and she signs off the form. Or you can have your buddy, like, give you a stick and poke, like, while just, like, fucking high on heroin, like, high as a kite. Hopefully like, different needles. Oh, definitely, definitely. 
No, where I came from, people smoked heroin. O- opium den style. For some reason, I want to call it the Opium Wars, but I don't think that was actually a real thing. <laughs> One of the better wars, arguably. Because, I mean, like... Uh, I mean, that's... We're, we're getting into dangerous territory when we start to qu- qualify how good wars are. <laughs> well, the best war was definitely the Emu War. Is it real? The Great Emu War of Australia. Oh, shit. I think I've heard, I think I've heard about this. Right? Where Australia lost. They lost to birds. Australia was like, man, we got a lot of emus. And all the farmers were like, yeah, we do. And the emus were like, bock, right? Or whatever whatever emus do. They were just so goddamn drunk, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how they actually lost. The emus actually, like, killed a bunch of them or something? Like, there were more casualties on the Australian (laughs) side? Wars, Emu War top, Opium War second. Star Wars? Star Wars third. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie, actually. Really? Just, just throwing it out there. I, I, I originally thought that I was going to have to walk out of episode seven. Really? Yeah, because Disney bought it. And I like had this, un, this unrational, vitriolic <laughs> hatred of Disney. Um, Which is hard nowadays. It's, it's going away. Okay. It, it really started to go away after Rogue One. Really? No, because Rogue One, it was gritty, it was real, it was, like, it was everything I could have wanted. It was the best Star Wars movie? Easily. It made me feel like a kid again, man. It explains why stormtroopers are so bad at shooting. Okay. They're so, you know, because the, the meme is stormtroopers can't hit anything, you know? Yeah. But if you look back on all the movies, they never hit anything when the Force is involved. Mmm. Everything is as the Force will. So, we've got the top three wars. Opium, er... Emu War, Opium War, Star War. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that, yeah. Top three wars of all time. I'll okay. Agree, I'll agree with that. So, Flagstaff, you've been here three years? Yeah. What is your favorite place to eat in Flagstaff? August Moon. They have a dinner deal that's like 11 bucks, and you get a soup, two crab cream cheese wontons, an egg roll, a drink, rice, and an entree. Wow. It's so dank. What's your favorite place to eat on campus? I think Caprizo, Caprizo is better than Chipotle. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Fuck you, it is. Okay. It's way better. Gun to the head, you have to choose one last meal. Your options are Chipotle and Caprizo. And Cap- you choose Caprizo. I choose Caprizo every time. I think Chipotle is pretentious and overrated. How much is Sodexo paying you? I don't feel comfortable <laughs> answering that question. You're graduating in May? Yeah. I don't want to go to graduation, man. Really? I don't care. Four I years? I really don't care. You've been working for four years towards this and you don't want to go to the ceremony? I've been working for four years. I don't want to put up with any more bullshit than I have to. But, like, my mom would probably cry if, like, I didn't. You know, I, I, I told her that I didn't want to and she was super upset, so I'm probably going to have to do it. I'm sorry for your loss. Do you think that there's ever a place for... Outsourcing slash offshoring. Um, yeah, when we're doing a bunch of environmentally dirty stuff and we don't want to, they want to ruin our land. So when we go to Indonesia and just wreck all their shit instead. That's that's when we're supposed to do it. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, no, I. Um, it's dif- It's difficult to say. I. I'd venture to say I haven't thought about it enough to give to yeah. give a real educated answer. Okay. Alrighty, it is now 
11.47, giving me Holy 13 shit. minutes to edit this and post it. Nah, that's not gonna happen. I, I don't post until 1 or 2 a.m. <sighs> Ask me more about my band stories next time. Because you guys are one of the few NAU bands that does anything of note. You guys are on Spotify, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Do you guys go on YouTube at all? We haven't. We haven't. I mean, we have a YouTube account. I've made videos for our songs and stuff. I'm just, we're going to do more of that stuff in the future. Once, As, we have, once we have more time, you know? I, I definitely understand how difficult it can be trying mm-hmm. to balance work and school and hobbies and relationships. It's a lot. It is. They never they never mentioned that to you in high school. Right? Because in high school, they were always like, it's, it's the real school. But they're never like, oh, by the way, you also have to juggle everything that you've ever tried to do. I'm really tired. All right. Well, thank you for being on the air, Ben. You got it. Thanks for having me, Nate. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next time. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Okay. I hope you like that interview. Um, we're wrapping it up now. We've got our special mentions, and then we're just going to get into the sign-off. So, special mentions of the week. We've got the dumbass of the week. The dumbass of the week actually goes to an entity, and that entity is the what the fuck truck, or the where's the food truck, as it is sometimes also affectionately known. The WTF truck lost one of its greatest sellers my freshman year. The what the fuck truck had the Philly cheesesteak, the one edible thing that Sodexo has produced in the last 200 years. And then last semester, or last year, they expanded on it, and they had two variations, one with bacon and mushrooms, and one with a shit ton of cheese and something else, or spices or some shit. I don't fucking know. And then this semester, for whatever reason, they took it off the menu, and no one can really figure out why, because it was amazing and easily the best food you could get on campus. Also, along with that, they NAU got rid of the freestyle burger, which I find strange too, because they that was the only edible burger on campus. So I have no idea why they did any of that. But that's the dumbass of the week, is NAU's food choices. Thanks, Sodexo. Teacher of the week goes to a teacher I am actually taking this semester, Geoffrey, um, Jeffrey Dick. Geoffrey. Geoffrey. King Geoffrey. King Geoffrey. <laughs> so Jeffrey Dick is a operations teacher out of Australia. He's in Flagstaff now, obviously, because he's teaching shit. He's out of Australia, and he gets Teacher of the Week because he gave everyone one free quiz after one person in the class did the quiz this week. So thank you, Jeffrey. We thank you from the bottom of our Australian hearts. This week's Student of the Week goes to Taters. He nominated himself. His official name is Nick W., but he goes by Taters on Yik Yak. He wins because he has the Yik Yak handle that reminds me most of the Irish potato famine, and that's bonus points to him. Something you guys don't know about me, I try to listen to a new album every week, and if it's good, I'll try to pass it along to you guys. This week's album was Cry Baby by Melanie Martinez, which sounds like a teenage girl whining about her problems set to a Bioshock Infinite soundtrack, so it's pretty decent. As far as modern pop albums go, the song Carousel hits pretty hard if you have subwoofers bigger than three inches, and everything else does actually sound like it came straight out of a Bioshock album. It is not safe for work slash explicit if you care at all. I assume you don't because you've made it this far into the podcast on the second week of said podcast. 
but that's good. Memes of the week. It's been a slow week for memes. It just has been. I don't know if you guys heard, but Club Penguin is closing down. They are releasing a new thing called Club Penguin Islands, I believe. What? Yeah. So Club Penguin is eventually shutting down. They are releasing a new mobile app called Club Penguin Islands, I believe. When they release Club Penguin Islands for mobile devices, they will be shutting down clubpenguin.com. I'm not sure if they're updating it yet or not. I just know that Club Penguin, as we know it, will cease to exist along with their current mobile apps. So if you are feeling particularly nostalgic, get out there and Club Penguin it up. Try to get banned, I guess. Another meme of the week is Kekistan, which has actually been around for a while. It's been around as long as I, or as far as I know, since December 2015. However, in late January 2017, Kekistan began, began widely circulating on Twitter following its promotion by YouTuber Sargon of Akkad. So thanks, Sargon, for revealing the... Republic of Kekistan. If you don't know what it is, you don't belong, or you haven't been on 4chan, good for you. The final meme this week is the 3D Winnie the Pooh dance craze, whatever. It popped up in January 2017 uh, after it went viral on Twitter when a series of audio-dubbed remixes featuring pop songs came out. Um, it originated in January twenty or in January 2015, so the actual meme itself is two years old, but the original video only got 109,000 views, which as far as memes is pretty weak. But it's a 3D rendered animation of a Disney character, um, the Disney character being Winnie the Pooh, obviously, and it's pretty decent. If you haven't seen it yet, I definitely recommend giving it a try. There's a lot of good songs that go behind it, all right, I guess that means it's time to sign off. Thank you for tuning in to the second installment of NA4U. And as you all know, I want you to go out and find the best that NA has for you. Thanks.